You're listening to WBCALP. 102.9 FM Boston. Boston's community radio station. Tonight, WBCA presents a special program, not only as a submission to the foundation of the Alliance for Community Media's Hometown Media Awards, but also as a thank you to all of our staff members, community producers, and listeners. The following program is but a tiny sampling of producers and shows all aired on WBCA during 2021 that are truly emblematic of PEG access. These programs exemplify WBCA's commitment to airing local public, educational, and government content. And without such great input, WBCA would not be able to accomplish its mission of serving the Boston community as a platform for every local voice to be heard. No matter the subject, democracy and free speech reigns. We only have 20 minutes for this thing, so let's get cracking. First, let's turn our attention to the P of PEG access, the public. Here are some community producers and how their programming serves the Boston community. This year saw many live performances. Boston has a strong tradition of neighborhood concerts presented by orchestras and small ensembles of accomplished amateur musicians. One long-running organization that has been able to maintain the tradition in the time of COVID is the Parkway Concert Orchestra. Boston Neighborhood Networks around town is proud to introduce you to some key members of the orchestra and to bring you this simulcast production of their recent concert on both radio and television. Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. You are about 25 of a very select few who gets to be here. We're lucky that we have Boston Neighborhood Network here to show this to our community, so we're very grateful for that. So maybe the 200 people who were here usually, we might actually surpass that, right? You might have noticed the title is In Tough Times Music Helps, and what a tough time we've just come out of, and frankly, we are still in. You know, during the pandemic, we were only able to get together on Zoom to talk to each other and kind of hang out. You really can't play together. And look at what we're trying to do here. Isn't this wild? We're spaced, we're distanced, we're masked. It's taken us a while to make it work in this space. We had to reverse this with the audience. But you will hear, um, you listening at home, and when you guys watch this, some of our orchestra members will talk about what this means to them and how great this has been to be back. For over five years, Friendship Works has been sharing the joy of making music together and bringing them to seniors around us, like Jamaica Plain, Roxbury, South End, through the program called Music Works. Thank you for joining us today for our virtual concert. We wish we could be with you today, but unfortunately, it's the way of the world. So here we are bringing you music every day, like we always do, through our virtual concert. Thanks for joining us. Hola, soy yo Miriam. Gracias por estar con nosotros hoy. Lo extrañamos tanto. Ojalá que no pudimos estar en persona, pero estamos aquí virtualmente. Ojalá que tengan buen tiempo y gracias por estar con nosotros. Gracias Friendship Works y Goddard House Community Initiatives por estar con nosotros hoy. These programs also provide the community with updates on important public events, services, and news. You're listening to Boston Needs to Know on WBCA 102.9 FM, a show highlighting local Boston news. Keeping the annual tradition alive, on October 29th, there was a Halloween party attended by the Boston police and neighborhood kids at the Orchard Garden Boys and Girls Club. The club partnered on the event with the Boston Police Department 
and Boston Police Hockey Club, along with donations from the Boston Bruins. The youth and police got a chance to interact and have fun together while enjoying some good food as well as learning new hockey moves. At the end of the day, we're just trying to build a relationship between our kids, the community, the people that are helping the community, whether that be BPD, whether that be teachers, you know, whether that be you know, different adults all around the community. We're all just trying to build a strong relationship so we can help each other out in the future, build up our youth to help our communities in the end of the day. Welcome everybody and thank you for taking the time to come and participate in the Power of Sports Advancing Racial Equity panel discussion. I make the argument all the time that hockey's the most, if not the most, one of the most important things for kids of sports, for kids of color to play. My friends look at me like, what are you, crazy? I mean, you're not welcome there and all that. And that culture change is happening. But what it does when you're four, five, six years old and you put on a pair of skates, it's a great equalizer. I'm a dad. And if there's only one thing I can give my kids, it's resilience, the ability to get back up. So when you put those skates on and you go out there, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter who you are. The first thing you do is fall on your butt. And the first thing you learn is to get back up. That muscle learned at that age stays with you forever. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. It's coming up, y'all. The whole reason for existence. The gleam of the helmet, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. The smashing of the pads, the roar of the crowd. Oh, yeah. Football, Super Bowl. That's right, y'all. If you're going to a Super Bowl party, you've tuned into the right place, cooking in the dark. We're going to show you a few little things today that you can take with you on Super Bowl Sunday. Good afternoon, Boston. My name is Leo Edwards, better known as the Emancipator. You know, everything is going good and preparing for the weekend, which is coming up where it's going to be the Caribbean Festival. I think it's going to be in a jamboree style. I think you will have the juve for Saturday morning from 5 till about 10 o'clock. And I think um, we are asking people to be more moderate and more respectful because... You see, with the COVID-19, it creates a lot of disruption. And here it is, we get a chance whereby we can come out now to have something like an event whereby people could congregate. We are asking people to, you know, tone down the anxiety and all the excitement and just try to see how you can reason within yourself and reason with one another. And Saturday will be a day for unity, family gathering, you know, we wouldn't like to see no violence or no gunplay. Nobody coming there to settle the dispute. No gang craziness. We are not looking forward for that because I don't think that is tolerated on a day like the 28th. Hello, everybody. This is the other page radio. My name is Haywood Pinnell. This Saturday, we will be at Marcus Garvey over on Malcolm X Boulevard. You know, Marcus Garvey is a wonderful place in our community for people in the recovery to gather. But because of the pandemic, the gathering has been limited. But this Saturday, there's a health festival open to the public. There will be vaccines and testing available along with voter registration. We'll have some things for some kids. I'll be there. Triad Veterans League will be there. We will be talking to people about the 
commemorative stamp series that we are gathering signatures for to be submitted to the United States Postal Service for consideration of having the images from our annually published Black Veterans Calendar as a commemorative stamp series. One of the things that we want to do about veterans that are here at the Other Page Radio program, we want to, like, acknowledge veterans being Veterans Day. want to make sure you know about that and about the honoring of veterans tomorrow down in the South End. You know, Spanish veterans got a statue down by the Blackstone Schools. I understand the newly elected Mayor Michelle Wu and our Congress lady, Ayanna Presley, two of the leading guests there along with Kim Janey. She'll be there. You know, but uh, one of the things that I'd like to say as being a veteran, veterans deserve to be served. And veterans are an overlooked and underused community resource. WBCA is also a great platform to recognize outstanding members of our community. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM. How have you been? Oh my goodness. The last year has been a bit of a whirlwind, as you know. Um, So for those that do not know me, uh, my name is Dr. Brandy Brooks. I am an educator by trade. I am an administrator at Bunker Hill Community College. I'm also a mental health advocate. I'm the director of operations for DD's Cry, which is a suicide prevention and family support services program focused on providing community support, community services um, around suicide prevention, mental health, mental wellness for communities of color in Boston. And so in terms of the last year, as I said, it's been a whirlwind because earlier this year, I decided to run for office while doing all of that. Um, I decided to run for Boston City Council for District 7 for the city of Boston. And to say that it was exhausting would be an understatement, but it was truly an amazing opportunity getting to learn more about my community by walking the community and also just engaging with residents. And WBCA has plenty of shows based on music and entertainment. Hello, and welcome to Words on Film, the spoken word show dedicated to moving pictures. I'm Dan Burke, your host and movie critic, and you're listening to Words on Film on WBCALP Boston. I will be reviewing some of the newest movies out right now. This is the 20th anniversary of a day that continues to live in infamy. And there are people who are in high school and college right now who don't remember the horrors of 9-11, either because they weren't alive or they were too young to remember it. The saying that went around immediately after September 11th, 2001 was, never forget. And rest assured, I never will. I still remember where I was when I first heard about the planes flying into the Trade Center Towers. But let me just take a moment before I get into my first review to tell you as we are Almost finished with the year. How is 2021 overall? And I'm not just talking about the movies. I would probably say 2021 was not nearly as bad a year as 2020. 2020 was described towards the very end as a dumpster fire. And sure, a lot of bad things happened in 2021. But the fact that we have a COVID vaccine is in a... or. I would say it's better than last year, but with that said, 2021 still wasn't a great year overall. We still had hurricanes, forest fires, 
or should I say widespread forest fires. Not to mention, we began the year with the January uh, 6th insurrection. However, bad things happen, you know, even in good years. But I think 2021 shows that while we have come a long way as citizens of this world, we still have a long way to go in the coming years, and hopefully we do get that way. Now, the second letter of PEG, E, stands for education. I really wish we had enough time here to fit in the immense amount of educational programming WBCA has done throughout 2021, but here are a couple clips. Hi, my name is Zandria Griffin. I'm a senior flute player, and welcome to the Boston Arts Academy Winter Fest 2021 Instrumental Music Concert. Tonight, you will hear a 40-minute program featuring the Charlie Brown Blues Band, the BAA Big Band, Latin Jazz, and Classic Funk Ensembles. These groups will play a mix of jazz and contemporary music featuring students from grades 9th to 12th. Following that, we will present another 40-minute program featuring our string department playing classical and contemporary music in groups of various sizes. On October 15th, there was a ribbon cutting by the Boston Parks and Recreation Department, along with the Boston Youth Sports and Nonprofit Communities for new football, track, baseball, and softball fields, shared by Madison Park and O'Brien High School. The project includes replacement of the running track, synthetic turf for the football and baseball fields, a new electronic scoreboard, and new fencing around the track. The rebuilding of the football field at Madison Park High School was funded by the City of Boston's Capital Improvements Program and the NFL Foundation Grassroots Program. It is a partnership between the New England Patriots and the NFL Local Initiative Support Program. Back in my day, we used to call it the eighth period. Just think about it. You can fail, but you can get up and do the same thing again tomorrow. Life lessons are taught here for our student athletes. Think about the environment. Work ethic, perseverance, resilience, mental toughness, accountability, compassion. This is what we're doing here. We want to wish you guys good luck. Good luck tonight to you two teams that are playing together. Leave it all on the field. Don't save anything. And finally, the G in PEG stands for government. WBCA has no shortage of programming that provides local residents with political and gubernatorial news. Housing is a human right. This is what we fight. On October 21st, renters, homeowners, and advocates for housing justice met at the State House to demand the passage of the COVID-19 Housing Equity Bill. Since August's hearing on the bill, over 3,000 new notices to evict have been served, disproportionately affecting communities of color. Even with hundreds of millions of dollars for rental assistance available, over 109,000 Massachusetts tenants are now behind on their rent. Coming up to the one-year anniversary since the state moratorium has ended in Massachusetts, the eviction and foreclosure rates are near an all-time high, and the group of protesters are calling for an immediate passage of this housing bill. When people don't have a place to sleep at night, they start sleeping outside. They start sleeping on sofas of friends. They start sleeping in cars if they have one. They start setting up tents like we're seeing down on Melnea Cass. And you see all of those tents down there. You know, that's what it's coming to, and, and it's, it's crazy. And it's going to be more of that if this bill isn't passed. You're going to see people resorting to setting up tents and parks. It is my great honor to introduce to you the next mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu. On November 2nd, the celebrating began as City Councilor Michelle Wu became the first woman and the first person of color elected to be the mayor of Boston. The daughter of Taiwanese immigrants, she moved to Boston from Chicago 
and graduated from Harvard College and Harvard Law School. We are ready for every Bostonian to know that we don't have to choose between generational change and keeping the streetlights on, between tackling big problems with bold solutions and filling our potholes, to make change at scale and at street level. All of this is possible. And we're not going to get this done by sitting in a corner office at City Hall, but by bringing City Hall to every block, every street, every neighborhood. Because if we truly want to deliver change, we need every one of us shaping our future. On October 13th, Representative Ayanna Presley and Senator Edward Markey were in Boston, along with Mayor Kim Janey and other housing advocates for a press conference on the connection between housing, infrastructure funding, and the Build Back Better Act. They also discussed the importance of these funds going towards expanding affordable housing access, making rental assistance more available, providing more tenant housing vouchers, and creating a down payment assist program for first-generation buyers. Nationwide, rent has increased while hardworking families continue to be unemployed and struggle to find jobs that pay a living wage. Millions of families are still on the brink of eviction and foreclosure, facing the deadly consequences of COVID-19 should they lose their shelter. A public health crisis within a public health crisis. There you have it. Peg Access, the public, education, and government news and needs all right here at WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's community radio station. Thank you to all of our staff, community producers, and listeners for making this all possible. And in conclusion, we leave you with a very important message from Massachusetts State Senator Ed Markey. Hello, I'm Senator Ed Markey, and I want to talk to you today about something that's really important public, educational, and government channels, also known as PEG, give viewers critical information about what's going on in their communities, and they offer an important platform for every local resident to have their voice heard. We owe our PEG stations a tremendous debt of gratitude for the public service they provide during this difficult time. But despite their service, these critical community television stations are at risk. In 2019, the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, proposed a new rule, and it will allow cable companies to shirk their obligations to the communities where they operate. The community stations are left carrying an unfair burden, an unjust burden, at a time when local newspapers and other sources of local information are struggling. This access to information is worth protecting. And that's why I am reintroducing the Protecting Community Television Act legislation that would ensure that community television channels receive the resources they need to educate, to inform local residents. My bill will ensure that in this era of increased media consolidation and globalization, that the public, educational, and government channels that lift up local voices and air programming most relevant to you and your family's lives are preserved. The movement across Massachusetts and the country is growing and echoing this call. And together, we're saying loud and clear that community television must be preserved. So thank you for your support. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you to what the PEG channels do for every community every single day. We have to fight to protect it.
it's at the heart of democracy. It's at the heart of ensuring that every voice has a way in the community to be heard. So I'm with you. Let's win this battle. Thank you for everything that you're doing.